Hey guys, welcome back to A Woman With Resiliency. I know it's been a long time. I think it's been two weeks since I've recorded and uploaded. And honestly, that's crazy to me because I told myself I'm going to stick with the schedule. But then I started a new job and then it was final season and everything. Like I had to figure everything out, but we're back on track. So I'm going to be uploading this podcast today. Today is December 18th, 2020. It's a Thursday, right? No, it's a Friday. Um, Just because even though I said I'm going to post on Mondays, I'm still going to post for today because I didn't record for two weeks straight. So, you know, I need to get something out there. I hope you guys, you know, if you guys are still in school, I hope all your exams went well. If you still have exams left, good luck, you know. I hope you're all staying safe. I'm actually getting sick. My dad is sick. We're not sure if it's COVID yet. But his friend who was sick, who came to his office, had COVID. He got tested for it. So my dad got tested. We're not sure yet. I'm feeling a little itch coming in my throat. Hopefully it's not COVID though. I'm pretty optimistic that it's not. But yeah. So today's topic is quite quite interesting okay i'm turning 21 in eight days i believe today's 18th 18th 19 20 21 22 23 24 25 26 eight, eight, eight days yeah and i'm like the last one out of like my group of friends to turn 21 like i'm like the baby i'm the kid so it's it's scary You know, for me, it's scary. I'm like, oh no, I'm turning 21. I'm turning into a real adult. Like, it's getting serious now. Like, I have to be more responsible now. You know, I have to be more, just more of an adult. I can't just get away with being a kid anymore and just blaming it on my age. Oh yeah, I'm just a teenager. No, no, you're 21. I feel like when you're 20, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, whatever, I'm 20, but I was 19 like six months ago, so I'm still a teenager. But now it's like, oh no, like I'm actually an adult now. So today's topic is going to be 20 life lessons that I learned at the age of 20. (laughs) And that sounds so funny when I say it out loud because you're like you're only 20 like what have you learned but I've learned a lot and I want to share with you guys if you're younger and you're watching this maybe this will help you out in the future even if you're older if you're 21 as well you're 20 these might help you and you know I made a list so I wouldn't forget anything and I think these are life lessons that everyone, I think, eventually learns, but at different ages, you know? And I'm glad to have learned them at the age of 20. Because if I learned them later, man, I don't know, I'd be, like, doing some weird stuff. I'm glad that I learned them now. So, I think I'll just dive right into it. There's 20, right? There's not 21, there's 20. So 20 because I'm 20. Maybe next year I'll do 21 life lessons I learned at 21. <laughs> But yeah, okay. So the first one is no one really cares. And I'm not trying to sound like pessimistic or very depressing with that. I'm just being a realist when it comes to that. No one really cares, okay? Other than your direct family, like your mom and dad, your siblings, your one or two close friends. Everyone else doesn't care to the degree that you think they care, okay? Um... Yeah, obviously, if you know something very bad happens to you, people are going to reach out. But in the grand scheme of things, no one really cares, okay? And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because you can live your life the way you want to without worrying about what people are thinking because they don't care in the first place, right? And this is a good mentality to adapt because, you know, not everyone needs to know everything about you. And even if you do tell someone, like some stranger on Instagram, everything about you, the probability that they really care is quite slim. You know, it's pretty low. And tied into the first lesson is no one is coming to save you, okay? No one is going to come. This isn't a fairy tale. This isn't, you know, a Disney princess movie. 
no one's going to come and save you because no one really cares. I think our mentality of like, oh, we're the star of the show, we're the main character, we should be in our own lives. But we shouldn't expect people to think that we are the main character. I think it stems from childhood. When we're younger, you know, when we do something, you know, when we take our first step, everyone's like, oh my god, look, you know, little Johnny took his first step, right? But when you get older, it's like, it dims down. Like, your spotlight, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. No one cares if you start a business and it pops off. No one cares if your business fails. No one cares if you get into grad school. No one cares if you don't. No one cares if you're, you know, a teen mom. No one cares. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Because now you can live your life without having to worry. And then having them back your head like, oh my god, like what are they going to say? Because who cares what they say, right? So that's one lesson I learned. And I think it helped me be more like... I don't want to say closed off, but a bit. I don't want to say low-key either. I hate that word, low-key. Like, no. <laughs> Just a bit more private with my life. And, you know, I was worried about this podcast. Like, no one's going to listen to it. But I'm like, I'm doing it for myself. I enjoy recording this. And honestly, listening to my own podcasts, I don't really care if people listen to it or not. Because for me, it's kind of like a passion of mine. It's not really something... I'm doing as like, oh, it's work, I need to make an income out of this. No, it's kind of like a hobby, a passion. So so that's like the number one lesson, I think. If you're going to like listen to any of these, make that like the number one. No one cares, okay? So number two, less is more, okay? This is everything, okay? Less is more. So I'm going to give you an example so let's say you wear makeup i remember when i was 17 years old i would wear if you know me from high school you probably know i would wear so much makeup you know i had a cut crease going on fake eyelashes like why it was such a struggle too to do it every single morning but i had like this persona that i had to live up to every single day and honestly like less is more less makeup the older i get you know, now I'm like, you know, tinted moisturizer, nice mascara, chapstick, we're out the door, you know? Even, like, when I was, like, 20, I want to say, like, six months ago, really, four months ago, four, six months ago, you know, I was wearing foundation, I was wearing concealer, I was wearing, like, a setting spray, blush, um, mascara, it wasn't a lot, though, compared to when I was 17, um, lip gloss, but the thing is, like, why right I would put a lot of foundation on now I'm like less is more and this comes with you know friends too the less friends you have the better because I think the more friends you have like this greater quantity but I feel like the less you have you know you can really pick and choose who is really going to be in your environment and you'll realize that having to you know take care of or have like a smaller group is going to be better for you in the long run because it's just like a close-knitted like tighter group it's going to be more trustworthy most of the time depends on who your friends are obviously but you know less is more when it comes to talking um less is more when it comes to you know going out the older i get it's like (laughs) i like going out don't get me wrong but you realize the things that you want to go out for are much different. And you rather go out like once a week and do something of like of actual like valuable experience rather than you don't go out every single day. So less is more. Number three, talk less and listen more. This is something that I really had to come to terms with because if anyone who's listening to this, knows me, knows that I like talking. This is why I made this podcast, so I would have an outlet for me to talk. Because, honestly, I don't want to, like, you know, talk so much and annoy people. So, I learned that, you know, I'm talking way too much, you know. I need to listen more. I need to, like, stop interrupting. Um, I realized I used to interrupt people 
because I wanted to speak. Like, I'm like, I want to speak. No. Listen to other people. I think it's important to learn to speak only when spoken to or speak only when you have something good to say. And once you, like, accept that, adapt that, you'll realize that you won't even, like, want to gossip anymore or, like, say bad things. Um, no matter, like, what. Even if someone did you wrong, you won't even have the energy anymore to talk bad about someone because you know you're talking less and you're listening more and you'll realize when you talk less and listen more that you'll learn much more too from other people you know instead of just you know, blabbering and just like talking when you listen to other people you'll learn from their experiences and that'll help you grow as a person so it's very important if you're talkative find an outlet like i have my podcast and use that, but when it comes to real human conversations, listen more. Number four, have sources of knowledge other than school. Okay, this is very important. I used to be like, okay, all I care about is my GPA, all I care about is my grades, you know, um, kind of like the gunner mentality, you know, just, just go, 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 go. All I care about my grades, like I don't care about anything else, I don't care about other knowledge, like I don't want to read other books. Then I'm like, wait, I'm spending so much time on like my phone when I could be, you know, taking another class or maybe reading a book, reading self-help books, you know, getting a mentor, um, spending time with new people so I could learn more. So having sources of knowledge at school is really important for your personal development because personally for me, my degree is, is useless, right? Um. Obviously, I'm going to pursue higher education, but my undergraduate degree is quite useless for me. So, like, biology and psychology, for me, if psychology is good, like, I actually learn about human interaction. But for me, biology, like, especially, like, the ecology courses, they teach me, but it's, like, I could be learning something more valuable, right? So, reading finance books, taking a finance course so you learn how to manage your money and stop spending like crazy, self-help you know mental health books books that motivate you youtube videos for me i have deleted all my social medias because i was spending so much time and it was really really crippling for me my mental health and everything my anxiety and depression everything has calmed down ever since i left you know i left instagram except for my podcast i left facebook i left twitter i left snapchat i left tiktok i really have nothing and you know what i noticed I'm not missing out on anything, really. I'm actually learning more. Spending more time watching YouTube videos, like educational videos, you know, more TED Talks. Um, spending more time with, you know, my family who has more experience than me and they teach me the life lessons, which I wish I listened to them before. Um, making new friends. There's this site called meetups.com. I know we're in a pandemic, so it's hard to meet new people. But this site, you can like join like a book club. Um, you can join like a yoga club. And you learn so much from other people. And it's crazy. It's crazy to me. You know, Harvard X, those free online courses. Learn a language, right? Um, there's so many things you can do with your time. And if you just focus it all on school, you're going to be missing out on like, this is like prime development years. You know, early 20s, this is like the time to discover who you are, you know to build your character. So it's very, very important that you surround yourself with other streams of knowledge and not just school and surround yourself with open-minded people so you become, you know, a better person. So the next thing, number five, is build healthy habits now, okay? You're 20, most people build, like, you know, going to the gym every single day, like, five times a week as a habit in their teens, which is really good. But if you haven't already and you're 20 years old, or if you're older and you're watching, listening to this, build it now because your health is the most important thing. And what you do today will add up when you get older, right? So if you're just, like, eating junk and, you know, you're not moving and you're very, you know, sitting at home, not very lazy, you might not see it now, but... You know, wait five, ten years. It's going to catch up to you. Your metabolism is going to slow down. It's inevitable, unfortunately. But if you, you know, have healthy habits, 
maybe your metabolism stay the same. You know, if you go to the gym, you build muscle mass, your metabolism will increase. And by the time, like, you know, you're 30, your metabolism will be the same as it was when you were 20 because you built that muscle mass. So I'm not really sure what the science may be wrong with that, but I do believe that's how it works. <laughs> um, but yeah, your health is most important. Like, treat your body like a temple. Everything, like self-care. I think the older we get, the more stressful our lives get, you know, when you're starting a real grown-up job, you know, higher education, you start a family, you have kids, it's going to get even harder for you to start building those habits. So build them now, set them in stone, and it will help you in the future. So number six, this kind of ties in with number five, find your grounding techniques and healthy coping mechanisms. So what I mean by that is like, there are going to be times in your life where you're going to fall down. That's just how life is. You're not always going to be up. You know, some things are going to happen and you'll come crumbling down. But your resilience, that's what comes to play when that happens. So you need to find your grounding techniques and build those healthy coping mechanisms now. So when you need them, you won't turn to unhealthy coping mechanisms, okay? So for me, I'll give you an example. For me, I started meditating. Okay, I started meditating. Um, I started getting closer to God. I started doing um, healing crystals. I'm not sure how they're working out, but honestly, I use them as something to focus on while I'm meditating. Yoga, like going to the gym, I know right now. Oh, this pandemic, man. I finally like got back to the gym and I was being consistent and then they closed again. So that's so annoying. But find like other ways for you to be physically active, like go on a run, right? Um, go on runs, um, yoga. So I said yoga before, but I wanted to mention an app. I use a yoga app. It's literally just called Yoga. It's free. It's a purple icon. And it's really good. It's like 10-minute yoga workouts. And those 10 minutes of like pure focus really help, you know, bring you back. Center your mind. Keep you grounded. Um... Another way for me is having like a diffuser and essential oils. So my favorite store right now is Sage. Um, <laughs> all my friends know I'm so annoying with this. Um, I have like an inhaler from there. I have um, like their calming mist. I have like their roll-ons. Um, they have this little ring for your fingers to massage your fingers. And like a diffuser with essential oils. And for me, that really helps me. That calms me down, you know. And it's better than, you know, resorting to drugs and alcohol. Because when you are down, let me tell you, when you are at a low point, you'll do anything to make yourself feel better. So you need to find healthy ways so you don't build like an unhealthy addiction, like smoking. Because again, treat your body like a temple. It is a temple. And if you take care of it, you are going to thank me for telling you this, okay? Um, have, like, a good support system. You know, if people are bringing you down, you know, cut those people out. Have a good support system. It doesn't have to be big. It can be, like, just your mom, honestly. And it'll help you with life. Number seven. Calm down. You're only 20. You don't know much at 20 years old. You were literally a teenager a year ago, so be easy on yourself if you make mistakes. Forgive yourself, you know. There's no set timeline for you to achieve your goals, but, you know, be productive. Stay on track, but if you mess up, it's okay, you know. You're learning. Every, like, mistake you make is a chance for growth. That's how I look at it. Look at it. I used to be like, oh my god. You know, I used to beat myself up, like, oh my god. Like, I used to beat myself up like I wasn't even a human. Like, I didn't deserve compassion, right? No. Be easy on yourself, guys. Treat yourself how you will, a very good friend who's going through it, you know? You're 20. You make mistakes, we're literally humans, we're designed to make mistakes, we're literally flawed. It's what we do. With those mistakes, do we learn from them or do we make them again, right? So 
That's really important. Learn from them. And don't beat yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Okay? You have a long way to go. Just keep on keeping on, okay? Alright. Number eight. Super important. All these are really important, but spend more time with your family. Oh my god. If 2020 isn't a year for us to really, you know, value life, I don't know what year is going to come in and tell us that, you know, life's very short. And we need to spend more time with our loved ones, okay? If you're holding grudges against people. I had like a period, I think like in November of this year. But people from like five years ago, you know, even if they did me wrong and, you know, they never apologized. I reached out to them and I'm like, hey, like, you know, I don't know. We haven't spoken in like five years, but I just want to apologize. Uh, And they apologized to me too right after. Or like some people reached out to me first and apologized. So it's like, I think 2020 was a really good year for everyone to just like realize that this life is short and we need to stop holding grudges and be more compassionate and spend more time Spend more time with your family because I think of it like this. When I'm older and I'm going to be telling my kids my stories um, about my parents and stuff. And when, like, you know, when I'm a grandma, like, what am I going to tell them if I haven't spent time with my family? Like, if I don't know my own ancestors and cultural roots, what am I going to, to share with them? You know, I think it's really important. You learn a lot. They teach you a lot. And at the end of the day, it's really important, you know, if you're holding grudges with family as well, you know, talk to them. Try try to reconnect family because I think family is really important no matter what's happened. Obviously, there's a lot of toxic households, toxic families. I think when it comes to that, it's just better to leave it, leave, leave them alone but I do think that some people do deserve second chances. So if it has been years and your family member has gotten the help, you know, reach out, reconnect. 2020 has taught us this. So spend time with your family, okay? Number nine, make new friends. You don't have to be defined by your current circle or your friends from the past. You don't have... To be friends with the same people you were friends with in high school just because you've known them for so long. I think knowing someone for a long time doesn't mean that they're a good friend. They can be influencing you and making you a bad person. It's just how it is. Like The first few people around you define who you are. And it didn't really hit me until like you know fall of this year. And I was like, oh my god. like The friends who I'm surrounding myself with are making me who I am, and you know, my brother always told me, my older brother's always like, you know, your first five friends, you know, if you're surrounded by five people who are just like, you know, sitting at home, they're lazy, and all they do is play video games, you're gonna become like that, and uh, you're surrounding yourself with five people who are like, five or more, your closest circle, who are just like, you know, impulsive shoppers, you're gonna become like that, you know, impulsive buying and stuff, so that's what I realized, I'm like, I don't, personally cut people off just because you know they're not making me better um i just know who to hang out with more and who to hang out with less right i don't believe in like cutting people off completely because again we're only 20 like everyone is trying to figure this life out so i don't believe in cutting people out like that but i do believe in expanding your circle with people who can lift you up if your current circle isn't lifting you up and making you better, okay? So making friends, honestly, making new friends is a fun thing. I wish I was sponsored, but I'm not. But there's so many apps. Again, I talked about the meetups. And there's also, I think there's Bumble BFF. There's like, I'm pretty sure Bumble's a dating app, but there's like a BFF section where um, you can like meet new, new people and new friends and people with like your... Same interests as you, you know? Common interests. And and they're like... Um, I'm not sure. But I think you can like... Um, have like preferences and stuff. Like age preferences and everything. So if you want to be around people that don't, you know, do drugs. That's a preference. You can find people that don't do drugs. And it's really cool. So especially right now because I know it's hard. We're not even in 
school. If you're a university student, we're not even on campus, bro. We're online. And I don't know about you, but my Zoom lectures, none of us put our cameras on and speak. So you're not really going to meet someone in your Zoom lecture. So you might as well download these apps. And right now, a lot of people, a lot of, I think a lot of good people are using these apps because it is a pandemic. Um, I'm not sure if I would trust these kind of place apps like Bumble BFF if it wasn't a pandemic because like you know why isn't this person going out but it makes sense you know some people's circumstances don't let them go out to meet new people so it's a great way you can meet a lot of good people online but be careful be careful I don't want you guys meeting like serial killers and stuff so don't say your mom told me to download Bumble BFF and meet up and you know now I'm like part of a cult you know no disrespect to people that are part of a cult, but I'm just saying, don't blame me if you're in a situation where you didn't want to be, okay? I'm just giving you suggestions, okay? But yeah, definitely make new friends. Number 10, discover who you are and reinvent yourself. Find your passions, find your hobbies, find what makes you happy because honestly, we don't know who we are. We don't. At 20, like in high school, I had no idea who I was undergrad i'm like in my fourth year now i'm finally getting like getting the like hang of things and realizing who i am but i honestly i still have a long way to go so don't be defined by your past or what someone said about you because honestly you can like change who you are and who you want to be in a day okay just be consistent with it so reinvent yourself um you know, find out what you like and what you dislike instead of worrying about what people like and what people dislike, you know? Figuring out what you want in life is the most important thing to a happy life. So that's really important. Start doing that. Go on your self-discovery journey and, you know, pick up new hobbies and everything. Number 11, don't live your life behind a screen. Real life experiences are more valuable. Right now, again, I keep talking about the pandemic, but you can still live your life not behind a screen during the pandemic. I know, crazy, right? But it's true. I am not living my life behind a screen anymore. I was. I'm trying my best to not go back to social media because I'm much more productive. I'm doing many more things, making more moves without being behind the screen, meeting new people actually without social media. And I think a lot of people are afraid, FOMO, fear of missing out. Like, they're afraid that they won't meet new people if they don't have Instagram or people are going to think they're some hermit or, like, some weird person. But I really, that's just, that's just sad. I find that really sad. Like, thinking that, you know, if you don't have social media, you're a loser. Like, no. Honestly, I think kudos to people that don't have it, honestly. Like, you guys are different. You guys are a rare breed. You guys are a different breed, okay? Um, it's so important to have a life that's, like, not behind the screen. If your screen time is ridiculously high, rethink what you're doing with your life, okay? I know a lot of people are running businesses through their phones, so that's different. But if you are just mindlessly scrolling, okay, you're just scrolling all day, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, you're Snapchatting everything in your life. Why? Again, this ties in with number one. No one cares. So live your life the way you want to, not behind a screen, because no one cares if you went on that vacation and you posted a really nice picture. Yes, you're going to get like five people being like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. And the rest are going to be like, I don't care, or they're just going to be jealous. So seriously, live it, live it. Don't just say you're living it. Don't just say, Mom, I'm going to go live it. No, because even if you delete your social media, you can spend hours scrolling on like games and stuff, right? Just find something that's more productive and it's going to benefit you, right? Instagram is not going to benefit you unless you have a business um, running on it. Twitter is not really going to benefit you. Yes, social media can be a good thing. Like your phones, you know, it's a good thing. It can help you reach a broader um broader audience and it can help you just learn new things but honestly i feel like there's a 
plethora of knowledge outside of the screen. So that's one tip I'd give to any 20-year-old. I've wasted 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 8 years behind a screen. Right? I made my first social media accounts like when I was 13, I made Instagram. I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, like imagine in those 8 years, I could have learned an instrument and been like pro at it. Like I'm learning an instrument now, but take it. I just didn't do that. But honestly, I don't believe in living life with regrets. So I'm not regretting that. You know, my seniors were fun. Socially isolated though, but they were fun. But I think if I didn't have social media to start with, I wouldn't know its negative effects. So, you know, be positive. I'm looking at it from a positive view. Yes, I was spending a lot of time on my screen, but I wouldn't realize how damaging it was if I wasn't, right? So you learn some lessons the hard way. Number 12. Surround yourself with people of various ages and cultures, okay? Especially if you're a girl. I say a girl because I know brown girls out there, you know what I'm saying. Muslim girls out there, you know what I'm saying. We're not allowed to go out that much. Or if you're not Muslim and brown and you're just not allowed to go out as much. You're going to be close-minded. Your your values are going to be based on what your p- family teaches you. So I think it's important to, you know, tell your parents, like, hey, like, let me go out and surround yourself with people of various ages and cultures. This helps you become more open-minded and forces you to learn. And you learn so many new things from people who are different from you. I'm telling you, that's so important. It sounds all, like easy to just be friends with people who are like, you know, same culture, same age, you know, same interests, but you're not going to learn from them. Yeah, you may, might learn a thing or two, but you're just adding to the knowledge of what you already know, you know? If you want to learn something new, I think it's important to surround yourself with people of different cultures and ages. So number 13, discover your spiritual side. So for me, I'm Muslim, so that was getting closer to God. Um, I was also meditating yoga my crystals and like my diffusers essential oils i don't i I wouldn't classify those as spiritual but they do cleanse my soul in a way they calm me down so find out what helps you find out what grounds you as i said before and having a spiritual side and tapping into it when needed is so important because there's going to be days when you feel very alone but knowing that there's something there that is by your side will help you tremendously so no matter what your beliefs are i think everyone can you know build up on their spirituality and it'll help you it'll help you a lot so number 14 recognize your imperfections and i'm not saying like physical imperfections man like everyone is so just caught up with how they look like talking more about um character flaws and like, you know, your personality, try to improve every day, you know, always work on your character, because that's something that they can't, like, people can't take away from you, work on your character, your mental health, your emotional intelligence, and your behavior, because that's something that will, that's going to define you, right, and people can't take that, that away from you, right, your looks are going to fade, but these things are going to last forever, so you have to make sure that you are happy with the person you are, and who you're becoming, And if you're not, again, as I said with number 10, discover who you are, reinvent yourself, and be better than who you were yesterday. I'm telling you, stop feeling sorry for yourselves and say, I'm a terrible person, and beat yourself up for your past mistakes because you can improve. Trust me, I've improved. So can you. And I have a lot of improving to do. And if I can do it, anyone can, okay? Number 15, super important. I keep saying super important, but this one is the key. Comparison is a thief of joy. Stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing your friendships. Stop comparing your life. Stop comparing your relationships to others. I promise you, people are posting their highlights of their lives on social media. So stop comparing, okay? And stop comparing it to like unrealistic standards like on Disney movies. Like I used to be like that. I'm like, oh, well, you know, 
Prince Charm? No, no. <laughs> Life is messy. People can be messy. Everyone has their own... I don't want to say the word because I'm trying not to swear. Everyone has their own baggage to deal with. Everyone has their own things, okay? Um, so comparing someone's happy day or like their highlight or like their vacation to your life when you're swamped with work, obviously you're going to get depressed. This is why I hate social media. Like if you are healthy enough, you're in a mentally healthy state where you can go scroll through social media and not compare yourself, kudos to you. But most of us, majority of us, I don't care if you deny it, subconsciously even, you're going to compare yourself. Oh, I wish I had this. Oh, why isn't my life like this? Oh, I should be doing more. Oh, I'm not productive enough. You know, like, just your only competition should be yourself, okay? Not your siblings even. Like, compete with yourselves. Be better than who you were yesterday. Number 16. Be independent. Independence. Independence. Be self-sufficient, okay? Learn how to be alone. Learn how to be on your own, you know, be in solitude. This is crucial. Learn this now in your early 20s. And I guarantee you, you're going to be unbreakable. Okay, because if you learn how to be alone and you realize that the most important in your life is you, oh my God, you're going to be unstoppable. Okay, if you rely on yourself and not on others and you can stay consistent with yourself, again, you'll be amazed. You'll be able to accomplish things you didn't think you'd be able to accomplish. And you need to love yourself first. Oh my god, I see so much of this. A lot of people, a lot of girls. This used to be me. Okay, I'm not gonna lie and say I don't slip up and think like this too sometimes. You know, I wanna, you, everyone, just wanna be in love. Oh, I just wanna find true love. I wanna find the perfect relationship. No, 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 honey, listen. <laughs> you need to love yourself first. You need to love yourself first. You need to have a healthy, happy relationship with yourself. You need to be secure with yourself. Because your relationship with yourself determines all your other relationships, whether it be romantic, whether they be platonic, okay? Whether they be family relationships, friendships, everything. Love yourself first. That is, my mom always said this to me, and I never really listened because I'm like, yeah, 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 I love myself. But no, I did not love myself. And loving yourself is a constant struggle, but once you love yourself, I'm telling you, I have... Loving yourself doesn't mean you're going to be 100% confident every single day. You can have your days where you're insecure. But you need to know at the end of the day that you are... You are you. You are unique. And you have the capabilities to be who you want to be. And be better than who you are. And you can love yourself. You know, treat yourself. If you're someone who, you know, is very hard on saving money. It's like, I don't buy myself anything, you know. Be kinder to yourself, you know? Set out a certain amount of money you can spend on yourself and it'll make you feel better. Take yourself out on dates. Buy yourself those flowers. Don't wait for some man or if you're a guy listening to this, don't wait for some girl to come and complete you and be your better half. No, 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 no. Be complete on your own and you'll find someone that's complete. That's how the universe works. Once you find out who you are, you'll find someone exactly. Who knows what they want as well and who they are. And it'll work. It'll be healthy. So, super important. I know in your teens, it's very hard, very insecure. It's very, you know, I know as a teenager, I was very insecure. But honestly, I think the older I get, the less I care. As like a 16-year-old, I remember wanting like a rhinoplasty and everything. And I'm like, yo, my nose is cool. I'm cool with it. Like, it, it suits my face, right? I can't imagine myself with another nose. So, I'm not trying to bash on plastic surgery. If you think, like, I'm honestly a big advocate of it. I think if doing something small, like getting a nose job, is going to make you love yourself, great. But honestly, in the grand scheme of it, loving yourself is more a mental challenge than it is physical, right? Because you can say, yeah, I'm going to wait until, um, you know, I get that BBL to love myself. No, 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 you need to love yourself right now. 
no matter what state you're in. How are you going to expect someone to love you unconditionally if you can't even love yourself unconditionally? If you're loving yourself on these like conditions, like, you know, if I get this done, I'll love myself. If I accomplish this, I'll love myself. No, 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 no. Love yourself now and know that you are amazing, okay? You're an amazing person. Okay, very important. Independence, seriously. Number 17. Maturity does not come with age. It does not. It doesn't. I've seen 30-year-old man-childs, okay? And I've seen 18-year-olds who have to grow up fast because, you know, they were the oldest child or something significant happened in their life and they had to, you know, become more responsible. They had to, you know, think before they spoke because they just had to. So maturity does not come with age. It comes with recognizing being self-aware of your actions wanting to do better surrounding yourself around mature individuals it doesn't happen like you can be extremely educated and you can still be an immature person so maturity is something it does develop though with age like somewhat like i do believe that the prefrontal cortex you know, develops at the age of 25 but it's definitely something that you need to work on as well. You can't just, okay, I'm 21, I'm different than who I was at 20. You, Yeah, you might be, but to reach like a certain level of maturity, I feel like maturity is like being unfazed, you know, focusing on yourself, not having time to gossip, um, being independent, um, thinking before you speak, um, you know, Thinking of others as well, being more like empathetic, compassionate. I think that's what maturity is, right? Um, and, you know, altering your beliefs and just being with the age, being with the times that we're in is important as well. So I think a way to develop maturity is to read a lot of books and going through life experiences i think another way is like as i said this before surrounding yourself with people of different cultures and ages and traveling traveling is really important i really wanted to travel a lot this year because i'm finally allowed to you know i talked to my parents I had like a long talk i'm like listen 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 you know i'm 20 i'm in my early 20s i need to travel on my own and travel to friends like and they were like yeah like because my brother's allowed to do it so they finally were like yeah you're right because I'm like, I'm missing out on so much of life if I'm just, wait, wait till you're married. Like, luckily my parents were never like that. But honestly, guys, traveling will help you. I haven't traveled on my own yet, but I've seen people. I've seen my brothers. My oldest brother, when he was 20, now he's 26. He's traveled so much more than I have on his own with his friends. He's met so many people and he is a different person. So... You need to live your life to become more mature. You need to experience life. You need to have all these things that I've listed will help you. Like all these lessons, you know, like having different streams of knowledge. Um, all these things will help you become more mature. Number 18. I know a lot of you guys can relate to this, but your parents and elders aren't always right, okay? They were raised in a different time period. If your parents are immigrants like mine are, they were raised in a different environment. So thinking that they know everything is making like sure that you're selling yourself short, okay? I'm not saying go bash your parents and be like, you guys are wrong. No, 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 no. Respectfully educate them on your views, right? And see if you guys can come with a compromise. I think that's really important. And if you can compromise with your parents, this will help in your help with your other adult relationships. You'll be able to compromise in healthy ways and just know that they're not always right and that's not their fault don't just like be like you guys are wrong you guys don't know anything that's not what i'm trying to tell you i'm saying tell them explain to them where you're coming from respectfully again respect your elders okay respectfully and you'll be amazed because when you're honest with your elders and your parents and you tell them where you're coming from, more often than not, they'll actually agree with you. 
I know, it's crazy. But, you know, I used to be like, you know, I need to hide stuff from my parents. I need to sneak around. But when I started becoming more honest, they trust me more. They're letting me travel on my own and everything. So, educate them. Don't bash them, though. Number 19. Motivation is fleeting. This is something I've learned, especially being in university. Um, you're not always going to want to do the work. Okay? You can't always expect to be motivated and thinking that you're going to watch a Gary Vee YouTube video and you're going to be motivated all of a sudden. Motivation is fleeting and that's why discipline is something you need to develop. Discipline will take you much farther in life than motivation will. Okay? And if you can discipline yourself in one aspect, so whether that be school, you can discipline yourself in all other aspects of your life. And discipline will make you a better person. It'll make you more mature. It'll make you stronger. It'll make you more rational, logical. So building discipline is very hard. It is hard because I struggled with it in high school. I would be surrounded by so many smart people. And I'm like, why can't I be as smart as them? Why am I so lazy? And why do I just want to take the easy way out? When I came into university, I kind of had to work. You know, I had to work. And for me, it was kind of like, just don't think before you do the work. Stop thinking. If you think about, oh, I need to do this, I need to work out, you're going to find reasons not to do the work. Oh, I'll do it later. But if you just don't think and just do it, you're going to reach a state of flow. I call it workflow. And you'll just get stuff done. You'll be more productive. And honestly, if you have discipline, you'll realize that you're going to be working less. You're going to be working smarter, not harder. You won't be like studying and cramming for eight hours a day. You'll probably study for two hours a day and that's enough. Yes, because you'll learn how to manage your time with discipline. So discipline is a key aspect. And I feel like this is very important to develop in your early 20s. Because once you're in the real world with your work, with your families, and everything gets overwhelming, your discipline will help you. And last one. Last lesson that I've learned at the age of 20 is you have full control. Over your mind, over your actions, and your behavior. Okay? I used to think, oh, well, you know, I'm feeling sad, so I need to act out. And I was very impulsive. Very impulsive, you know, I'm just acting out. Then I realized I had control. You know, if I was sad, I realized I could do something to distract myself, and I wasn't sad anymore, right? You can loathe, you can self-loathe. And everything. But once you realize that you can control your mind, oh my god. You'll realize that you were selling yourself short and you can accomplish so much more. That comes with happiness too. I know it's easy to say that happiness is a choice because when you're down, when I'm down, I'm like, no, happiness is not a choice. Right? But once you realize that the brain, you are the one that can control your brain. Okay? That doesn't make sense because like your brain controls you, but how are you controlling your brain if you don't have a brain? I know. Don't don't overthink it, okay? But you can control your mind. You can choose that, you know, I'm not going to be sad today. I'm not going to be lazy. I'm going to get up because I want to live this life. I want a better life. I want to be a better person. And boom. There you go. You controlled your mind today. And practices that can help you control your mind and discipline yourself and everything i think meditation meditation forces you to not think right you're forced to focus just on your breathing and once you do that once you master meditation you'll be able to master your mind that's what meditation is it'll teach you how to master your mind headspace is a really good app i think they have 50 percent off sale i'm not sure anymore but they were having a 50% off sale. I don't know if that was only the US, but it'll help you, okay? So these are the 20 life lessons that I learned. I'm gonna go over them quickly again. No one really cares, number one. Number two, less is more. Number three, talk less, listen more. Number four, have sources of knowledge other than school. Self-help, mentors, all that stuff. Number five, build healthy habits now. Your health is the most important thing. Number six, find your grounding techniques and healthy coping mechanisms. 
Number seven, you don't know much at 20. You're literally, you were literally a teenager a year ago, so be easy on yourself if you make mistakes. Forgive yourself. You're still learning. Number eight, spend more time with your family. Number nine, make new friends. You don't have to be defined by your current circle, especially if they make you a bad person. Number 10, discover who you are and reinvent yourself. You don't have to be defined by who you were a month ago, two months ago, yesterday even. You can become a new person. Number 11, don't live your life behind a screen. Real life experiences are more valuable. Number 12, surround yourself with people of various ages and cultures. This helps you become more open-minded and forces you to learn. Number 13, discover your spiritual side. Number 14, recognize your imperfections, character flaws, and try to improve every day. Always work on your character, mental health, emotional intelligence, and behaviors. Number 15, comparison is a thief of joy. Number 16, be independent, be self-sufficient, learn how to be alone, learn how to be in solitude. You need to love yourself first. Your relationship with yourself determines your relationship with others, so make sure you have a healthy relationship with yourself. Number 17, maturity does not come with age. It comes through experience, comes through other streams of knowledge, and it comes through making mistakes. Number 18, your parents and elders aren't always right. Respectfully educate them on your views, but don't bash them. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't know what's happening upstairs. <laughs> Number 19, motivation is fleeing. Discipline will take you far in life. And last but not least, number 20, you have full control over your mind and happiness is really a choice. This is coming from someone who was depressed in the past. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope you learned a lot. This was a really long one, 50 minutes, I know, but I really wanted to cover everything. 20 life lessons I learned at the age of 20. I hope you guys take everything I say and learn something from it. I do think... Everything that I said is beneficial. Nothing is going to be a detriment to your life. And yes, um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online therapy network. You can find a therapist online and chat with them every single day. And I'm pretty sure insurance can cover it. But if you are a student, they have low cost options for you. So if you are struggling with your mental health, If you are struggling with all these things, seek out a professional. And yes, take care of yourselves. I hope you guys really have a good, good rest of your day. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. I'll probably be recording another podcast. I'll be saying Merry Christmas again and Happy Holidays. And I hope you guys are spending more time with your family and you guys had a good semester if you're still in school. And you guys are just living your lives. Okay, I'll see you guys in the next episode. And that's pretty much it. So take care of yourselves. And we'll speak again. Well, you'll listen to me again because we're not talking. It's just one-way communication. And if you guys do like my podcast episodes, honestly, share with your friends. Um, like, I do do this for fun. But it'll be nice if, you know, more people could listen to this and learn something. I'm just really trying to spread knowledge. That's what it is. I'm not doing this as, like, a second stream of income or anything. It's really just, like, a passion of mine. So if you know anyone that's struggling, honestly, send them the link to my Instagram, my Spotify, and hopefully I can help someone. If I can help one person, that'll just make my entire life, okay? All right. See you guys in the next one. Bye.